this really, really tough challenge ball, pulls out a knight and shoots him. <laughs> oh, 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 what do you mean? That was, I was clean, Raph. What are you talking about? To another episode of No Game Schedule, the show where we talk about sports even when there are no games scheduled. I'm John, aka I spit a burrito at a computer because I saw Russell Westbrook throw a basketball in Anthony Davis's head yesterday. <laughs> Caleb, how, how, explain that experience to the to the viewers. Uh, I was watching a good old compilation of Russell Westbrook turnovers and uh, bad shots, and uh, it was just a compilation of goofs and gaffs. But this one that really caught my eye and John's eye was, uh, I think it was a high pick and roll, but be set for Russell Westbrook. AD came running in. Russell just chucks the ball full speed at his head. <laughs> and it made John spit his burrito out at, like, full velocity. Joining like, me, Mr. Caleb Bernard, a.k.a. man who got a burrito spit on him. <laughs> Caleb, I'm sorry for that. And to our right, to my right, Caleb's left, is Mr. The Season is Over With, the Sox, pack your bags, we're going home. He's in disarray, White Sox currently losing 10 to nothing to the Cleveland Guardians of the Galaxy. Is it 10 or 15? Man? Matt Lamsky, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for him. Yeah, White Sox suck. For today, today, we're the best team in the, in the league so far. Today we will be talking about some very hot takes in the street regarding the NBA playoffs. They've started the things. The play-in tournaments are done. The Hawks are in. Who else is in? The Nets are in. The Cavs blew it. Yeah. Who else? The Pelicans. And who else? The Suns that? are in there. Well, the Suns weren't in a play-in bracket. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Nets. Uh, who was the other side? Who was the Western Conference? Pelicans and T-Wolves. The Timberwolves, yeah. They put up a good fight against the Grizzlies. We're going to talk about a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, which game, which, which series you got to start with? You know what? Let's start off with the game that we were going to talk about. Let's start off with the Bulls versus the Bucks. Okay. Now, we said last episode that the it was done for. You know, the Bulls got no chance. And um, if you look at the stats sheets, you know, you'd probably agree with us. DeRozan went like four for 600 from the field. Um, however, I think the Bulls shot maybe 32% overall. However, the Bulls did not play good. There's no denying that fact. And they still almost beat them. So if you're so today is um, 4:20 as everyone throws up gang signs. Uh, <laughs> All right, <laughs> we're just gonna skip past that. No, we're not. So do you guys think after the Bulls not playing well and almost being the Bucks, do you think there's something mentally that they go through to hey we need to step up today as they play the Bucks tonight? Uh, I think just in Milwaukee. Yeah, I think just improving on shooting. Uh, that was half that team's first game in the playoffs for so, or you know, Zach Levine's never been in there, or hasn't been in there for like eight years or so. So never, I don't think he's ever been in there. Really, there. ever? Regardless, we have a lot of young guys on the yeah, team. Yeah, so I mean, learning experience. They're playing Milwaukee, former champions. They're gonna come. Brook Lopez didn't really have a good shooting night, and a lot of their team also didn't have a good shooting night. So Giannis was hurt too. Yeah, so but I have hope that Giannis fouled out of the game. They didn't call it. Um, <clears throat> Let's talk about that real quick. Yeah, goes yeah. over the pack, goes over the back on Patrick Williams with five fouls, and they call a foul on Patrick Williams. So on that, like, is the you, NBA rigged? So you can't go over his back. Obviously, that's a foul. Yeah. But Patrick Williams also cannot like when he's going over the back, he has to kind of just stay there. Like, hey, look, he's climbing my back. It don't back up because then then it's like they're gonna offset fouls. You know what I mean? Because then it's like yeah. you're backing up. That's dangerous too. But he shouldn't be on your back. So he like, shouldn't it, be on his back. It's yeah. it's a conundrum. You know, he wouldn't be on my back if I wasn't hunched over. But if I wasn't hunched over, I would be falling. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, it's an endless cycle of who do you really blame first. Yeah. Um, funny enough, after that, after I was watching that game, I don't know what happened, but a, um, and it was a part of my take, a, podcast, a Barstool Sports podcast. They had an interview with Tim Donahue, who was, I was talking to him about this, notori- uh, notorious referee who got caught for gambling. And he talked about, and I listened to it because it sounded interesting. In that podcast, he talks about how before every game, the NBA sits down and talks about, all right, these are the things we're doing today. You know, um, he cited the 2002 Game 6, Lakers versus Sacramento. All right. So the late, the, the, he basically almost confirmed that the league does things in a game that they wanted to go this, they wanted to go that way. Do you think that might have been it? I think Might have been one of those things, or was it just a missed I think if there's call? any league that is rigged, it's definitely the NBA. 
It's gotta be. There's no way that like the other one that would maybe be rigged, in my the opinion, NFL. would probably be the NFL. But first and foremost, it's gotta be the NBA. Like, I don't think they follow every storyline. I think when you they pick the winners, but everything else that happens happens. Like Derrick Rose's injury, I don't think that was in the script. Script like quotation mark. Like mm. I think that they wrote a new script after his injury. You know what I mean? Like there are certain events that they can't control. But they write scripts after. Like, I don't know. Like, I would, I don't want to say that it's scripted because that's like, ooh, the NBA, all sports are rigged. Like, because I feel like part of my life would be, be stolen from me, you know? Yeah. I mean, but I don't, like, come on. After what happened with Patrick Ewing's draft, the cold envelope or the, the x-ray envelope, whatever it's called, mm. like, then stuff like, yeah, we fix games, stuff like that. I don't know. LeBron and them winning a championship after not after his first time missing the playoffs, stuff like that, you know. Yeah, it's uh... <laughs> <laughs> LeBron. We got some stuff in the works about LeBron. You gotta stay tuned to our Instagram and to our podcast. Listen for it. Possible but, YouTube coming. Yeah, possible possible TikTok as well. Matt's really excited about that. I cannot. Let's wait. jump over to um, the Raptors and the Sixers. The Raptors are or the Sixers are just onslaughting the Raptors currently. They have a game game tonight they're already up to here's what i understand about just scheduling the, the sixers and the raptors are going into game three tonight yeah. at seven and at 8 30 game two with the bulls and the bucks how is it not just evened out more like how is there how is a team potentially going to finish game three before game two even like starts i don't know what why that happened i i think it's got to be because of the plans i'm yeah. sure i'm sure they want to get everybody in every every game finished to get back on let's track talk, let's take a moment to talk about the plans um, three words. What's the point? <laughs> because the Hawks are being massacred by the Heat. Beat up. You know what the you know what the point is of the play-ins? Money. The point of the play-ins is, like, well, money for one, and two, everyone has a chance to be everybody. Is the number ten Sacramento seed gonna win the NBA Finals? No. <laughs> but can you imagine if they did? The number ten, the worst team, the last team to get in, won the finals. That's that's what the point of it is. Everyone has a sporting chance, yeah. Even if the sporting chance is you're facing the all-time greats and then you got some scrawny college kids, like, yeah, like... Us. You know, the yeah. Space Us. Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, yeah the Space, space Cowboys. Cowboys. I don't know what's a crazier, like, idea. Like, the Phoenix Suns losing to the Sacramento Kings or the Sacramento Kings making it to the 10th seed in the West? Because they are historically bad. The Kings? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I, I don't know how to describe it. Like, they looked so promising a couple years ago, but now they're just... Who are we talking about right now? Sacramento. Sacramento. I mean, they they gave up Steph Curry. Like that was something that happened in their trade deals. Like they they oh yeah they gave up Steph Curry. Which, I mean, it's a ideology with every sport when you like you skip a draft guy, or you pick this guy. Do they become that player? You never know. Like this is Steph Curry. Steph Curry if he's not on the not on the uh, no Warriors. Ste- so Steph Curry is not Steph Curry if he if he's off the Warriors because the whole thing what happened he was riddled with ankle injuries. If you guys remember the first early years of his career, <coughs> absolutely riddled. With ankle injuries, and the twenty in 2015, he had that ankle surgery because they got a new trainer, and he that was the year he blew up. That was the year yeah. he was unanimous MVP. So that trainer at Golden State helped helped him start his career, and that's why that trainer I think is still there. So yeah. I think I don't think he's Steph Curry if he leaves Golden State. Honestly, now he's fine, but before no. Is there any player you would think if they weren't on that team? They'd skyrocket. Damian Lillard. Dude. I sent you guys that, that reel that, this morning. That TikTok. Or the, it was a reel. It was an Instagram. It was, I, I'll, I'll have to repost it on our Instagram, but it was it was Damian Lillard, like, rookie year. It's like, Damian, Damian Lillard, first year in the league. It was, that. It was like, one-time rookie of the year, and then it was supposed to be like, now what he's trades for two, and the, the chart didn't change. It didn't change, no. <laughs> not an MVP, the not a defensive changed, offensive player of the year. The only thing that changed, he grew out a beard. <laughs> 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 that changed. Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, TJ McCollin absolutely destroyed Phoenix the, the other night, though. Yeah. And speaking of Phoenix and New Orleans, uh, Devin Booker might be out for the next two games. Which might throw a wrench in a whole series. You do have a lot of support systems on that team, though. On Phoenix? So, you, oh, for sure. But you have to wonder, are they just support systems? Like, yeah. are, they are they the main Are they characters? single pieces? Are they yeah. going to be a, a Daniel That's Brunson the problem with Dallas? LeBron. LeBron's a great player, but if you don't have support pieces, LeBron ain't doing nothing. Right. I mean, that's the sad ma- that's the sad fact of the matter. You, looked at, you look at LeBron's all of his amazing seasons. Okay, mm-hmm. oh, the Cavs. Okay, he had, you know, Kevin Love. 
Kyrie. You know, and Kyrie. I was like, are right, the Heat? Okay, that Heat team was one of the greatest in the last you know fifteen years. Right. And then you look at, can't even look at the Lakers. Lakers had nobody. Mm. But they had no one good because Alex. Yeah, Alex. Sorry, Alex Caruso wasn't a support player for LeBron James. <laughs> he just wasn't. He wasn't. Oh. And now he was the Bronny James, the greatest support system of all <laughs> time. James coming. Yeah, no. LeBron James Alex part Caruso two. Alex Caruso was not a support system. He was that bald white guy that finally got a shot, and then he blew up. Yeah. The Suns blew it. Suns blew it though. What do we think about Dallas and Utah? That is becoming. Um, I don't know. It's tied right now. What's When's Luka coming back? I'll if ever. That up. No, he'll come back. Cause I think it was. I think it's this next game. It's the next game. Is he coming back the next game? I'm pretty sure. Unsure if he'll suit up for game three. So unsure. Okay. Which I mean, it's unfortunate. Unlikely. He's probably not going to suit up for game three then. Yeah. Um, maybe game four. Or I five. sometimes believe that like the news reports or like the trainers will release those statements. It'll be mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, he's out in three weeks. And then when he comes back in two, people are like, he's really, he's fighting through injury. No, he was healed at two weeks. They just said three to give you yeah. the Right. They, I think majority of the time it's like, okay, if you need three weeks, we're just going to, you're going to take three weeks. But like, you might be ready in two, depending on, you know, how fast it heals. You're already healing at a faster rate. Mm-hmm. So that's happened to me before. I was told I was going to be out for four weeks. And then I started playing again at like two Three weeks? Yeah, that's because yeah. you're stubborn, Matt. That's not because you're some medical miracle. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they do John Cena, where they, they predict one thing, and then you'll heal, heal quicker. So. Right. I Whenever I think of WWE injuries, uh-huh. I always think of the one where he's got the the leg up, and he's got the cast, yeah. and he's like, he's hurt. Look at him. You're in a wheelchair, and he lifts the blanket up, and he stands up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. I think it's like Scott Hall or Kevin Nash or one of those. Two. Caleb, I asked... Uh, <laughs> When we were preparing for the episode earlier today, I asked, you know, like, all right, who, all right, which NBA team are we roasting in the playoffs? <laughs> you said there's not really anyone to roast. I don't know, man. I really want to roast the Nets. The, <laughs> there's a part of me that really wants to roast them. No, the thing is, that game was close. It was, and it was a good game. I, I think we Can predicted we Denver. I feel like no, we, they're crippled. That's why they're not doing well. Cause I think we should roast remember, the Suns for losing to the Pelicans. Jamal Murray is Zion. Jamal Murray is out. Mike Porter Jr. is out. So it's literally just Jokic versus versus the Super Super Avengers. Okay, but Golden they State. They were winning. Don't don't a good don't exactly say Golden State is literally Super Avengers. Jordan Poole is lighting up right now. Mm-hmm. Like he is getting hot. Exactly. And there was um, a question. One of the reporters asked him, uh, "Who's gonna take that fourth free throw or like that fourth extra that extra?" Fr- fr- uh, <laughs> that extra free throw. Damn it, man. <laughs> I paused. I paused. Who's going to take that extra free throw between you and Steph Curry? And Jordan Poole was like, no comment. So. Mm. No, I wanted Denver to do better. So. I think we said I think we said Nets Boston was going to be the most competitive of the series. For sure. I mean, it was. Yeah. I mean, it was a really good game. Uh, I just think defense kind of uh, – that, that last play – Obviously, Kevin Jason Durant, Tatum. Okay, first of all, yeah, first of all, timeout. <laughs> Boston wins, right? Jason Tatum does the uh, spin move. Good move. A re- really difficult to come out of a spin move. Partially, I know they're like professionals, but no matter who you are, you're disoriented after a spin like that. And to put up a layup almost perfectly to beat the buzzer. Phenomenal, Jason Tatum. Caleb immediately texts us, Jason Tatum finals MVP. Listen, listen. It's, it's not the first game. It's, the first, it's yeah. not outlandish. Every, yeah, I mean, you can you say that about outlandish. anyone, though. There's like 15 more games for them to play before it becomes <laughs> not outlandish. It's, it's possible. It was a good, I mean, it was a good game, though, but, I mean, Brooklyn's defense just collapsed on that last play. They don't play defense. We've been saying this. Yeah, game. they put, literally, what literally what caused Jason Tatum to be open, I'm pretty sure it was Durant and someone else, but... Durant Boston went up, there Boston, went up for, Boston Boston faked a three and literally or no yeah Boston faked a three and then two Kevin KD and someone else went over to double team a three pointer it's like and then they just passed around him because there was that open spot good. in the middle he stood in de- he stood in a defensive spot at the free throw line <laughs> like, <laughs> nowhere near the lockdown defense by Kevin Durant yeah nowhere near the paint yeah. nowhere near a guy making a run to the basket he's just like I got it guys and he has the free throw <laughs> line like what do you mean it was. It, you could tell watching that game, every book, <coughs> Brook, every Brooklyn offensive ship took at least thirty seconds or so right. just to get going. Which is good and de- bad. Defensively, I mean, Boston was just so good; they were keeping yeah. them away from it. Bro- Boston could just go there, run a play, and it felt so quick. Just them going down. Speed there. is which definitely is in Boston's favor in that. Yeah, regard. which which is good and bad. I mean, 
you also it depends on the players. Like just, given given Kyrie like thirty seconds to make a three, I don't know about all that. Like you so score this, down there and scoring a quick play. So yeah. first quarter, twenty eight to twenty nine, Celtics favor, right? Mm-hmm. Second quarter, thirty three to thirty two, Brooklyn's favor. So first half, this was a close game. Margin of mm-hmm. honestly, you're tied at that point, right? Third quarter, Brooklyn twenty four, Celtics thirty five. And then it switched again. Brooklyn with twenty nine, Celtics with nineteen. So you look you look at the scores that way. Brooklyn had the opportunity to co- to pull away at that point, right? Twenty nine to nineteen points in the game. Do you think again? Do you do you attribute to bad defense on the last play, or just offense couldn't get it couldn't get it done in the third no. or the fourth? Bad defense on the last play. You got to play defense, man. It's the playoffs. You're not going to win every game by outscoring your opponent. You're not. No. You're no. not. That's not going to work, especially with a team like Boston. Nah. I mean, Boston shot. I mean, Brooklyn shot better from the field and from the three. And they were dead even on free throws, which it doesn't happen a lot. 19 for 24 on both both sides. But how does that actually, how how is that possible? How does someone miss five free free throws? Yeah. No, 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 no. How does does a team make more? Oh, they shot more last play, obviously. Yeah. Because Kyrie's pulling out from three every time he gets the ball. <laughs> yeah. He gets past half court. Yeah. Kobe! <laughs> Actually, time. I was watching a game with my parents. They tried telling me that that last play with the pass to Jason Tatum, that movement was a travel. I told them, like, no. Yeah, they don't call that in the NBA, though. I Well, yeah. They're not going to call well, it I travel. Said, you go, he, I you said he at, gathered it, and then he started If you going. look at the NBA rule book, or the like the referee like what they what they do and you go to the section for traveling, it's a white page. It's blank. It doesn't exist. <laughs> They're not going to call a travel... Off that, they're not. Also, they're not going to call travel on Jason Tatum. They're going to call travels on like the rookies of this of the year. That's how mm-hmm. that's how it is in every sport. They enforce the rules on the young guys, and then when you're a big name player, they don't do anything to you because they bring in money. Mm. How many? Hey, how many Jason Tatum jerseys are we going to sell for this game? Mm-hmm. Six million. Let them let them let them score. Let, the, let them put the ball in a backpack. Toronto's in their ear right now. Do not call that. Absolutely. <laughs> do, do not. not call that. <laughs> do we want to talk about Kyrie's antics during this game as well? Um. I love him and Kevin Durant's little handshake that they do. They That's put, not what they we're put up their about. Fi- no, no, no. They put up their. I know, obviously, no. They put up their pinky and then they look sideways. It's like, oh, you guys are BFFs. Jason Tatum spin moves in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, talk Power about Power Puff Girls, like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, uh, Kyrie, you know, obviously has history in Boston. He, uh, I think that's where he came from. Uh, he told the Boston faithful that he wasn't leaving. Then he left. Then he left. <laughs> and uh, Boston doesn't forget. And Boston have very passionate fans. So, you know, they were chirping him all day. There's an audio clip of him or someone saying, Kyrie, you suck. And then he replies in an old classic New York fashion, SMD. So, and then, you know, obviously throughout the game, he was flipping off the crowd. And, uh, like, secretly he flipped fans off behind his head like this. Yeah, real, sec- was, real yeah, secretively. Yeah, 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 everyone yeah. has an iPhone <laughs> nowadays. <laughs> he wasn't like blatantly just turning around and be like, like that. I think that would have been better, honest to God. But I'm not a fan he of... He got fined, but... Yeah, I mean, he should. I don't. He I should. agree he should. I don't really like the fact that... Obviously, fans are going to say whatever they want, man. Especially like mm-hmm. in, in basketball, they're, they're not that bad. Like everyone thinks, like, oh, the fans are bad in basketball. Dude, go to, go, go to England, go to and, England. Go, and watch them play in the Premier League. Oh, my they're God. nuts over there. They interrupt moments of silence for like past players. Oh, I rem- I know the clip you're talking Dude, about. Dude, like they're nuts over there. And that's not even okay. Like no, <laughs> like no, absolutely not. Like, like that's not a, that's not a justification. No. My pro- I mean, listen. You are right. The fans can say whatever they want. In reason. What I'm No, saying. you can say you, you can literally say whatever you want. You can in, say whatever you in want. In reason. Yeah, there's you can be moral, kicked out, but you can There's a moral li- right. You can't call them out their name or make fun of a sort of No. No, I'm saying no. There's a difference between morally and ethically what you can say right. and what you actually can say. Okay, you can yeah, say anything you want to a player, but yeah. expect consequences out of that. Right. Yeah, if you, you if you it's freedom of speech. If you call someone if you call someone a slur or talk about someone's mom or something, and mm-hmm. like and a security guard escorts you out and you're surprised. I mean, don't be surprised. Yeah, no. However, on the opposite end, unless in that regard, you know. I'll just I'll just put an example of Kyrie's situation. You know, they're saying like, "Hey, you suck," and you know, they're giving him crap. Like, dude, it's your job. That, like, that is your job. Through, yeah. Two things about that. He originally said like, "You know, I'm just gonna go in there and do work. I'm gonna ignore all that." And then like it happened. He's he like, "What do you expect me to do? Ignore that?" Like. <laughs> <laughs> and second thing, breaking news: the White Sox have just scored a run. Woo! Oh my god! Congratulations, guys. I'm proud of you. I'm happy for you. Shut up, Clips. Um, <laughs> I will say this Wait, like, oh my gosh, why did I lose my? I just lost my train of. Wait, no, Cubs no, no. fans for you. <laughs> oh, did I seriously just... I had a whole point LeBron, 
I'll let you. I'll let, I'll gather back to you. I mean, we're, we can talk about Kyrie's antics all you want, but we, we can't forget that LeBron James was getting in like political debates with people. <laughs> like now, okay, that's a little bit far. Like full on arguments with people in the crowd today. LeBron was telling people, "I know, I've forgotten more about basketball than you will ever know." Like having conversations, you have to ignore them. You are you, you okay? Have, you can't have rabbit ears, man. Dude, I'm actually irritated that I forgot my point. You can't have rabbit ears though. You can't. I'm like actually also 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 honestly if I'm a if I'm a Brooklyn fan I'm upset about that even if any regard where if like ah oh, dude pay attention to the game I remember I oh remember. yeah you got yeah, it yeah no because I'm like that at hockey games I went to a Detroit versus Blackhawks game in Detroit no in Chicago oh I and say. I think I don't want to say Howard was in that someone was in that. I just kept calling him a donut and a sieve the whole game. Like I was, I'm pretty sure he heard me because he looked towards me. And I was just letting him have it. I didn't yeah, call him anything out of his Caleb name. Bernard's life in that, I didn't in call moment. him out of his name or nothing, but I was, you know, good old hockey. I team. did harass Zendaya sure, Chara yeah. when I watched the <laughs> Blackhawks. I'll be honest, I don't like that. No, it's, it's a, a great player. It is a part of the game. culture, definitely. All, part all of culture, all sports culture. The fans are gonna harass you, mm-hmm. and that's the thing. It's like. Number one, and I'll go back to my point. I was saying, dude, pay attention to the game. You yeah. should not be listening. You're in the <laughs> NBA playoffs in a position. You are a seven playing a two. You should be focusing on Jason Tatum doing a <laughs> spin move around you. If you weren't, don't so fo- listen yeah. to them. Exactly. If you weren't so focused on flipping off the fans, maybe you would have held on to your lead. Yeah. Like, come on. I and mean, and granted, that's a su- that's a huge hypothetical situation, but it's a phenomenal point. Again, just pay attention to the game. You're right. getting paid to play basketball. You're not getting paid to. And You're guess getting, what? Mm-hmm. And guess what? Any, any, any Boston market you thought you you had gone. Yeah. Look at it. Look at it. Look at it at a business standpoint. Even if you beat the Celtics, right? Yeah. Obviously, people are gonna hate you forever. But there's a couple of people in the area who's gonna be like, "Man, that Kyrie's pretty good. Let me get a jersey and become a fan of him." Nope. You just cut all that off. All ties with them. Yeah. yeah. And and like, I think there that was there was Red Sox but interacting with fans is still acceptable. But you have to do it in the right way. After you make a big play, let's say goalie makes a big stop, you know. The shh. I love the shh. The I love the, the Austin Matthews. Oh, yeah. That was so nice. So after, that's really, really how nice. harmful is that? Yeah, exactly. That's not harmful. And the other thing that I want to point out, I'm a Chicago fan, so I'm going to say this. He's biased. Patrick, there was some Preds player, chirping Patrick Kane throughout warm-ups, throughout the whole game. Patrick Kane scored a goal and immediately went over the Preds player on the ice and just looked at him. Like, <laughs> that is acceptable. He yeah. didn't say anything. He didn't flip him off. Nothing. He just looked at him like, yeah, keep talking. Yeah, I'm going to keep scoring. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's accept- I think that's acceptable, mm-hmm. you know? Like the Boston or like Red when Sox. Messi, when Messi holds up, it, holds up his jersey yeah, at- when he scored. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or Ronaldo saying, calm it I'm here. I'm here. It's okay. Calm down. Yeah. Again, those are acceptable. When you're flipping off fans and, like, they shouldn't say anything. Blah, 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 blah. They shouldn't be passionate. Shut up. Mm-hmm. Shut up. Cry baby. Like the Reds, like the Boston Red Sox were like put it up on the jumbotron. F Kyrie. Like the Boston Red Sox fans were. Tra- it's not even the same sport. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is a culture though. It. I will say this. I hate when people go to the games and they don't. Like for me, going to the game is like a contract. You have to either lose your voice or use it to the best of your ability to try to help your team out. Like cheer, cheer. Boys. Naturally, naturally. But in America, it's a lot different culture than like than uh Europe so like America it's more like a thing to do like oh you want to go to a Hawks game we can talk about Susie's birthday plans or he's not even wrong <laughs> no like <laughs> you are 100% I, I understand what you're saying like it's not here in America you you just you, you're not how do I say this you, you don't have to be passionate about it to go to the game yeah you can just no. go to the game yeah like in, other, in, I, like in England if you're going to a, if you're going to a football match it's because you love the team and you are like you're gonna go on the field. Or not even you're gonna take a laser pointer out, pointing in a dude taking a PK. <laughs> right. Like you, you love the game, you know. Mm-hmm. But like I've been to so many Hawks games and even baseball games. We're like, where's the wide receiver? Like sh- leave the leave the rink, man. Leave. Yeah, <laughs> go go somewhere. Uh, yeah, I, I mean that's the reason. I mean Matt, I'll just I'll be honest with you. Not Matt was like, hey man, you want to go to opening day the White Sox? I'm like, nah, nah. It was really. packed that day. Yeah. I do not go for for baseball uh, specifically. The first three weeks of the season, I don't go to games mm-hmm. because there's too many people. There's too many fake fans. Yeah, that's fair. Go. I I go to middle season. Number one, some, first of all, summertime baseball is just better. It's better. a more enjoyable Sunday experience. Sunday baseball is my favorite. Okay, you can stop talking now. Um, 
Hikes to church on Sundays, guys. No time for baseball. That's not even what I said. I don't like. I don't like how every MLB team now has that Sunday roster where they take like they bring guys up from AAA or like the dude who sits on the bench. No, I want to see every team at their best. Yeah, but when are you gonna play the players? When are you gonna play those guys? You know what I mean? You don't have to. <laughs> That's fair. What other games do we need to talk about? Oh, uh, let's see. Um, oh, yeah, Sixers. Are the, oh, yeah, something I want to talk about. Another thing that was on our Instagram. Doc Rivers hit 100. I actually cannot believe Doc Rivers has won 100 playoff games. <laughs> That's a bad Doc Rivers. <laughs> oh. I don't know. Who has Doc Rivers coached? That's what the question I was just thinking Didn't about. Didn't he coach the Clippers? Clippers? Why do I want to say Celtics? Maybe. Why do Maybe I want years to... ago. For the point of, I, I put on the... Sixers. Who did he coach? So, he moved past Celtics legend Red Auerbach. He had 8 and 99, obviously. He went 8 and 99? No, Red Auerbach had 99. Oh, I oh. thought I thought Doc Rivers went 8 and 99 as the head coach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, how does he still have a job? Oh, yeah, no one's catching. I said this on the Instagram. No one's catching Phil Jackson. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, God. And, I mean, I'm going to – here's a hot take for you, Matt. I know you love him so much. <laughs> Phil Jackson on this list is kind of a disrespect to the other coaches on this list. Where's he at? So he's at he's at one two twenty nine. The person next under him, Pat Riley, was one hundred and seventy one. Right. Good coach. Yeah. Phil Jackson, you had Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen, right? And then he went. And to then the he went to the Lakers and had Kobe Bryant and Jack. It's fair. It's fair to say that he had good players, but I mean. That's okay, but if you're I mean, gonna dude, say, it doesn't matter what play you draw up. The players are running it to perfection. So if you if you're gonna say that, is Steve Kerr a good coach? I can't even say. I don't watch enough Golden State Warriors. Well, that's games. the thing, though. If if you, like, is he a good coach? Because I'll say, you know what? I'll say this: Has Steve Kerr coached Steph Curry's entire career? I'd say. Wait, Steph Curry has. Has Steph, Steph Curry's Curry had, entire has, career? Has Steph, has Steph Curry had another coach besides Steve Kerr? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, then I, I think, think he's Mark a good Jackson. coach because he has now, and Clay Thompson too, he has developed those players into a, into all-star caliber, top 75 players of all time. Team, he has to show them what basketball works. Michael Jordan and Scottie, oh, uh, yeah, Scottie Pippen were playing, were already in the league at that point. Kobe Bryant was obviously, no, Kobe Bryant wasn't even, uh, yeah, was with the Lakers before Phil Jackson was. Mm. And then Shaq was. Um, again, obviously... It's all about vision, but there's a the reason there's a reason the phrase is coaches don't play. You can run up a play as much as you want, but the players gotta run it. And execute, yeah. yeah. I, I like I, I'm not gonna disagree with your take, but I also am not gonna say like the only reason that he has all those wins is because he had great players. Oh, I mean absolutely because when it comes okay. to, I, I mean like because there's a couple of those wins that are buzzer beaters that he actually has to be like, all right. He has to, like, legit coach. He's like, like all right. Shot. Yeah. It's like, yeah, all right, drop that Stockton play. has been hot from the three line all game. All right, we need to force him this way. You know, don't let Barkley get the ball into the net. You know, like, force, draw out plays. Mm-hmm. And then, all right, then you got to run it. Mm-hmm. But, like, when you're, like, the other remaining, you know, start of the game to two minutes left in the fourth quarter, I mean, you're just you're in the you're just in the passenger seat. I think, yeah. I think that if you're going to say that Phil Jackson is some of those wins, I think that Frank Vogel shouldn't have been fired then. Because, and let me, I want to talk about this. I'm going to talk about it right now. Oh, go ahead. Um, I agree with you. That Lakers coaching job is the most unappealing coaching job right now in the NBA. And let me explain why. Easily. Because no matter what you put out there, Rob Link is going to put out whoever LeBron wants. He's going to trade, a, trade whoever LeBron wants. He's going to do whatever he can to make LeBron happy because LeBron is the undisputed GOAT. And that's what, like, the whole basketball world thinks right now. And... It's that is the most unappealing job because you could have the worst roster like the roster he just had, and AD is never played. He played what he they had more starting lineups than they had won games. I think yeah. And like, what do you yeah. what do you want a coach to do in that situation? I think that is the most unappealing. I think it, job. I think it's really um, I think it's really a testament to how much people don't understand how the sports world works. Mm-hmm. Frank Vogel doesn't decide what players he has. I right. mean, he could probably suggest things to Rob Polinka, but that's not... The coaches can suggest to a general manager, hey, I want that guy. But at the end of the day, the general manager has to decide who money who money goes to, yeah. how, what, how we want to utilize the cap, what players to keep, which players to trade. Mm-hmm. By the way, the phrase, there's no, uh, no one is untradeable, I don't believe that. Um, but it's like, at the end of the day... I don't know about that. At, at the, well, that's another discussion. <laughs> at the end of the day, though, I mean, like the coaches, just like we said last week, 
When you play poker, oh, it's well, the perfect example. When you play poker, you can't decide what cards you get. You just got to play with the ones you have. Exactly. Right. You either fold or you you know you trick everyone else to think you have a jack and seven aces. Or I don't, I don't mm-hmm. play poker. I don't understand. So how you that think works. you think everyone's tradable? No. What no? Or is it the opposite? The phrase is no one is untradable, or did or no one is tradable? Is that what I said? No one is untradable. No one is untradable. It's from it's from the last dance. It's a big thing. And no one is untradable. That no matter what player you are, you know you can be traded on a team. I don't believe that. I agree. Okay, I agree with that. Cause I'm not trading Connor McDavid. No. Absolutely not. I'm not trading somebody like that. And then like honestly, if you're like I'm not and like, like obviously Luka, obviously it's not like it's not like through like things. So like a player can you like I think it goes season by season. Right now, do you trade Jason Tatum? No. Absolutely not. He's nineteen. Like he's been nineteen for ten years. Yeah. So I mean, like you can't. It's like, uh, you know, Jerry Krause is the one who came up with it. You know, it's like, I'm always going to be aggressive. Implying the fact that, you know, my, during that time, he was implying, implying the that... Implying the fact that he thinks he's smarter than Yeah, everyone. implying the fact that, like, Michael Jordan or Scottie Pippen could be traded. Realistically, at that time, those two players were not tradable. Yeah. I.e., they won you six championships in eight years. I don't think there would there would have been a deal on the table that he would have taken seriously. Like, there would have been a three-team trade with, the like, one team getting Michael Jordan, one team getting Scottie Pippen, and he's getting everything else from the other team. That is the only realistic trade I would have for those guys. Like, I don't think there's a deal on the table that would make me trade Michael Jordan or Scottie Pippen at those years. Yeah. And, I mean, even even nowadays, like, Steph Curry is not a tradable, tradable person. The Golden State Warriors want to have him. Apparently, Damian Lillard's not tradable either. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 he, no. He's tradable. He's just undesirable. No. <laughs> the Portland's been trying to trade him. They no one wants to take him though. That's it. They took C.J. McCollum instead of Damian Lillard. Uh, let's go. Let's shifting back to the NBA playoffs. Here we got a little bit off track there. Memphis and T Wolves. That is what I've been that. looking forward to talk about. That's been very entertaining to watch. Because I remember last episode, it was the toughest one for me to pick because they match up so and, well together. And honestly, because it was. It's they're just proving the point. Of like that. Minnesota's gotten hot at the right time. I said this. Like uh, Anthony Edwards, he's a baller. Cat's uh, actually doing his thing. D'Angelo Russell, he's doing his thing. Yeah, D'Lo's having a good season. Like these, these are both teams that have been in the gutter as of a few years back. So to see both these teams like up here with their all with all star caliber players and actual teams that work together and compete, it's very interesting. And how really close watch. the turnaround is, you know, you, you look at game one, Timberwolves take it one thirty to one seventeen, and then you, the Grizzlies immediately turn around, go one twenty four to ninety six. Yeah. So like both of these teams won it, and and obviously no, nothing is closer than the Nets Celtics game. I'm looking forward to watching that tonight. Yeah. But this is but everyone expected that. Everyone expected the Nets and the the Celtics to be close. I don't think anyone really expected expected this. I know you said it was you thought it was matched up. I think a lot of people thought the Grizzlies were just gonna roll over the Timberwolves. Yeah, I think you guys said Grizzlies pretty quickly. Yeah, only did yeah, yeah just because just because the playing bracket. I don't. I mean, it's a really well, yeah, it's a really it's a, tough scenario that you're in that you got to play two games and then immediately turn around and play people who have just been dominating your division, yeah. your conference the entire season. Like the, I'll, I'll go to the other side. The Hornets wouldn't have survived. No, the Hornets would have. The Hornets would have blown up. Yeah, but for um, Lamella Ball would have you. You would have seen a different type of Lamella Ball. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> he's shifted his he shifted his his paranoia from Westbrook to a metal ball. <laughs> oh, that's the man. thing. Matt's, Matt's got to find a new player in the playoffs right now. He's his grace yeah. about. Uh, Bo- Trey Young. Yeah, Trey Young going all the way. <laughs> Bodong Bogdanovich. Zaza. So what do you think happens? <laughs> Zaza. All right. So game. So what do you think happens in Game Three? Between and the Timberwolves tomorrow. I got this game. podcast would have already aired, or this podcast won't won't have aired yet. What do I think happens? Um, so we could talk about the games that are coming up. This would probably be cut out if one of us is wrong. <laughs> no, if, if I, I'll say what I'll say everything. Uh, I'll edit myself to be correct. <laughs> I, I I ended up editing out the Lakers comments from like oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, John. You hear John say like Grizzlies and Mem- and um, Timberwolves win. So you hear Caleb's voice saying Timberwolves over John. <laughs> it's like the worst. It's like the worst dub of all time. Yeah. I think I think. All right. Uh, Nuggets, Warriors, Hawks, Heat, Pelicans, Suns, Timberwolves are going to win. <laughs> I just I spliced it <laughs> yeah. back. Uh, but yeah, so game three goes with Timberwolves. Is there anyone who's out? Do we know? No. I think everybody's playing. Yeah, Is it at, it's at, it's at Memphis, right? It's, no, it's, no, it's, in, at, it's, at, it's, at it's the, in Minnesota. Minnesota. So, um, 
I think Timberwolves will walk away with it. I got Memphis. Yeah, because it's... Mm. Game three, it's an important game. Yeah. You take the momentum. I don't know. The, I, I don't know. I still think I still think just, Timberwolves will take one. But I think, I think the Wolves it. take this one. But I issue, think if the game... I think if it was back-to-back games. I think if they played today mm-hmm. and then they had that game three tomorrow, I think the Grizzlies take it. But that one-day turnaround and then you got a travel day back to Minnesota... All those guys are staying at their homes. Those guys are staying in a hotel. I think the Timberwolves take it. That's a big... Listen, people don't understand how much home field advantage is. It's not just the court. It's that you have you have every luxury available to you in yeah. your private life. You, your wife and kids are there. You know, your your girlfriends. Your, all your friends are there. You know where everything is. If you Like, I, I want to eat this at 11 o'clock at night. You know where to go. Mm-hmm. You're just at a hotel if you're an away team. And that is psychologically demented. Yeah. It's a big part of sports. I don't think it's talked about it's just, enough. It's weird. This series is weird because the number two seed is just when their best player plays, they lose. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's, just, it's not it's that they lose. To... They're just better when he doesn't play. Or no, because yeah, they, they, they force everything. Because they force everything through him. They force everything through him. Yeah, it's We're just... We're talking about John Moran. Is they force it through him or is he forced through himself? Well, it's I think he wants to be the guy and because of that, his team's like, all right, we'll let you be the guy. Yeah, it's just perplexing. Like, I, I just think he doesn't play. John Moran's like, I scored 50 points. I, I put up the first 50-point game in franchise history. Like, I need to go off. And it's like, okay, dude, you had one game. Yeah. Which, I mean, he's a talented player. I just, I don't know. This series could really go either, either way. As of right now, I'd take John Morant before I took Zion in that draft. As of right now. Well, As of right now. Yeah. yeah. Hindsight being hindsight, 2020. we could definitely see. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's a real. That's a yeah. I'd rather take the guy who put up a fifty point game, uh, other than the guy who. The guy's wearing a fat suit. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. We're not talking about James Harden here. We're talking about. (laughs) Are you guys good with the NBA? Are you want to do a quick prediction on every other game, though? So all right. So today. I'm not making any more predictions, man. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Fair enough. How about how about for how about Sixers versus Raptors? We'll say that. For the game tonight. Tonight. Yeah. Uh, what is in Toronto now? It's in Toronto. Yeah. I don't think Which that matters. means I think Philadelphia loses one player due to vaccination. Uh, They're still loss. on about that? Canada is very strict about vaccination. When I was there, like, you have to show a card. You have to show that you with the card. Like, it's very... I thought, man, I thought Kyrie had a problem. <laughs> man. But I'm... Jeez. Okay. We good, though? I'll give it to go? Toronto. Home field. Toronto? Yeah, I'm taking the Sixers. I think they transcend the hotel. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Hotel bugs. I'll, I'll be different. Embiid. Also, I think, he, James, I think James Harden. I think James Harden's gonna drop the. I think J. You know what? I, here's another really hot take for you. I think James Harden's <laughs> gonna drop the NBA record for most playoff points. I think James Harden's gonna drop. Say 112. 112. <laughs> I can't even get things out anymore without laughing. Like, All right, ready to go to final round. Who has a story for us first? John has the worst hot takes in the world. <laughs> it's my hot story. Do I do it on purpose or do I do it to troll? That's the real question that you're going to have to find out next time on No Game Schedule. Okay, <laughs> oh, you want to go first? Sure, I'll go first. Um, So, the Panthers yes. are currently on 11-game win streak. Bro, they're so un- they're unbeatable, man. Woo! They are they're insanely good. They've got have they played anyone good, though? Are they on an eleven game win streak against uh, practice squads? Or are they on an eleven game win streak against like? Let the, me let me tell you the, they the Knights. They've beaten the Islanders, which is eh, the yeah. Red Wings, the yeah. Jets, the Ducks, the Predators, the Sabers. The Predators, okay, yeah. the Predators. Maple Leafs, seven six, thriller. Yes, I remember that they came back. They came back. They beat the Sabers, the Devils, the Blackhawks, the Canadians. Uh, yeah. So I mean, it's I not a, it's not an impressive list of teams. I don't care if you had an eleven game win streak or not, and and if it's against with, I don't care if it's against weak teams. It's an eleven game win when, streak. Yeah, like that's impressive. The, the list of names I just list off weren't that impressive. Besides maybe the Leafs, but the Leafs were Leafs. The Leafs, and I'll give Detroit. Detroit had a pretty good turnaround here. But I mean, it's impressive, and to heat up right before the playoffs, like I said before, it's very important. Yeah, dude. If Bob Drosky gets hot, whew, we've seen what he did to Tampa. Yeah, it's gonna be nuts to see. So, where st- have standings really changed much over the year? Over no, the East is, the set East is pretty <laughs> sad. <laughs> the yeah, East there's like the eight East. games left, and there, it's just you're bad or you're good. And uh, yeah, the East, all all teams that aren't going to the playoffs has been eliminated. Like they've been. Yeah. The eight teams are already picked. Now you're just fighting for placement. Mm-hmm. And the West is a bloodbath. <laughs> Eastern Conference. I like Eastern Conference. <laughs> clinch playoff position. All <laughs> it's all it's, orange. It's either you clinched or you didn't at this point. Like that's what it is. So, uh, 
Um, no one's clinched the conference, though. In East. No, no one's done that. It'll probably be Florida, though. Yeah, you think so? For sure. I don't know. I mean... Oh, no. The only team that could take it is uh, Toronto. How do... And Florida, oh, they, oh, I keep forgetting. The Florida NHL goes an, off of points, right? What? The NHL goes off of points? Yes. <laughs> I always forget that. I always keep thinking they go off record. Because I'm looking here, and they have a worse record than the Rangers. Hurricanes have a worse record than the Rangers. Yeah. But they have equal points. Right, because they've won two more. Two oh, for a win, one yeah. for a win, in, but in or So it's, it's two for a win, one if you go in overtime. Yes. And that's it. That's it. Yeah. Okay. And nothing for a loss. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Like, 11-game win streak right now is kind of nuts. Yeah, especially just so close. Yeah, the West, the West is heating up, though, man. Yeah. No one. There's only one team in the Pacific who's clinched. Folks, the Sabers have sixty nine points. Nice. nice. <laughs> there's only one team in the West who's clinched. Like the East, I really don't. I don't think there's anything to talk about the East. The West, though, man. Edmonton, Los Angeles, the Knights, and the Do- and is the Canucks. The, um, so the Canucks and the uh, and the Golden Knights are sitting are both sitting at eighty seven points. Yes. Do you, who do you think takes that of the two? Oh man, I don't know. I would love to see. I would love to see the Knights not make it after what and they then did. The, the issue is, and then Preds are at ninety three. Stars are at ninety one. The issue is, they is that close to enough to be a, con- a competition? Yes. They're in competition with the Stars right now. And the stars... I don't know how Winnipeg hasn't been eliminated. I don't know. They're 81. I don't know. They're, they're oh, my God. The Chicago Blackhawks have a, a point differential of negative 69. It's all planned. We don't talk about it. We don't talk about it. <laughs> it's a master plan. But uh, any predictions you want to like, just throw out a name? I think Vegas doesn't make it. And mm-hmm. I think I think I think the Canucks, the Kings, and Edmonton make it. I think it stands as it what is, is right the now. What is the Golden Knights' um, schedule for the remainder of the season? They have a pretty easy schedule. And but you think? But you know and what? You still think they don't make it? I still think they don't make it. They're collapsing right now. They're they're on a two game losing streak. They're collapsing. Like I know that's not a lot right now, but at the end of the season, yeah, there's only five games left for them. They're collapsing. I think the Canucks' schedule is their last game is against. Um, Oilers. The Oilers? Is it against the Oilers? Yeah. Whose last game is against two... It's, I think it's the Kings and the Knights. They Their last game is against each other. Mm, that'll be mm. fun. So... I don't think the Canucks make it, honestly. They uh, they lost a really close game the other night. Like, it was... Vegas lost to New Jersey, though, man. You can't lose to New Jersey. Yeah. You can't. You <laughs> if cannot. you're the Hawks, you can. Well, yeah. But if the Hawks, um, you can lose to anybody. Oh, I'm excited because I just have I have Avalanche pegged to be good in the playoffs. The Avalanche flames. clinched the division. Um, I mean, I don't know. I could see. I told you this. Like, I could see at least eight teams winning it this year, like realistically. Right. And about two of them from the East. I'd like to, I'd like to uh, move on to my story. Oh, okay, okay. I'm gonna, um, <clears throat> I'm gonna gonna take you guys through my mindset. So I'm at. I go to Planet Fitness. I'll be honest. I'm a Planet Fitness gym person. I don't have a gym person. I don't have enough time to, to go to these, you know, here. you know, big, you know, gold bond gyms or whatever they're called. Anyway, so you know, I just uh, I leg press three three hundred pounds, and uh, <laughs> I'm that's not a joke. I actually leg press three hundred. Mm-hmm. No, I just do an absolute swole workout. Arnold Schwarzenegger gave me a high five afterwards. It's pretty good. Chris Evans yeah, is there. Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger goes to Planet Fitness <laughs> in Indiana. <laughs> yeah, Jason Momoa was there. I. Uh, you know, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, they're all working out together with John. You want to come see the master do his no, work? No, that, no, that spotted me. It's really yeah. good. Um, Chris Bumstead's over there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, anyway. Um, Dave Batista was there, too. Uh, so, you know, I do my workout, and, you know, I, I, end, uh, I always end my workout either walking or either running or biking. And I chose biking today because there was some stuff on the TVs I wanted to watch, and maybe I wanted to watch, you know, some baseball on my phone. And I look up to the TV, and I'm seeing something I don't recognize. You know, there's football being played. I'm like, you know, college isn't going on. And, you know, the NFL ended a while ago. You know, yeah. the, the Rams, worst offense in history, won, won the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> won the <laughs> Super Bowl. Wow. And I look up, and the USFL has oh. begun. Bro, they, they pulled in 3.5 million viewers in their first game. I will tell you what. It did not reflect that in the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> the USFL has officially begun. The Birmingham Stallions versus the New Jersey Generals. First game on April 16th. The first winner of the USFL was the Stallions. So, uh, yeah, it was just a you know big deal. USFL started, you know, Vegas. I don't know what odds they're having or what's going on. However, the point I wanted to make, um, there was like 10 people in the stadium. Mm. 
That's first of family. all, first of all, it's probably it's probably family. Family. not even. I think I don't think some of them. I don't think I think some of them. them My schedule's too busy. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like, honey, you, honey, you're gonna take the kids to the game. No, I. I'm going to go have an affair with the neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> Where's your wife at? Oh, she's with her boyfriend. <laughs> she left the kids at home. No, not even. I had to bring my kids. You look at the sideline. Yeah, they're drinking apple juice and stuff on the sideline with a bag of McDonald's. The offensive lineman's dipping his hands in the fries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, once again, dude, they're, they're showing... Uh, they're, like, they're, like, showing, uh, like, clips of, like, you know, behind-the-scenes of footage. I'm so- I think it's, it's like the most like unathletic looking. <laughs> so did you hear about the guy that got like Caleb? Him? Caleb Caleb would probably be like top five prospect. <laughs> oh god! Did you did you guys see the clip where the guy got fired because he wanted pizza instead of chicken salad? No. There's a team meal, and he was like, "Yeah." Wait, what I, was it? Wait, wait. What league was this? Was this USFL? USFL okay, bro. Okay. Oh, okay. And, and he was like, "I had I ordered pizza." And it's like, "You're cut." <laughs> <laughs> look it up, bro. It's I'm gonna look it up right now. But I mean, it's I mean, it's just player, USFL player cut chicken salad. <laughs> That's what it says. Pittsburgh Maulers USFL. Let me go back. USFL coach explains cutting player over pizza chicken salad incident. This is from CBS Sports. Bro got cut by USFL team. How long is it? It's like two minutes. We don't have to watch it all. These guys are taking themselves way too seriously. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is not the... If that's the NFL, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Well, actually, that's not, that's not true because DJ Metcalf eats seven bags of candy, candy every day and one meal and a cup of coffee, and he's, he looks better than I ever will. Yeah. But, like... You're taking yourself way too seriously at that point. Bro, I think it's so funny. Like, the, can you imagine just being like, man, you know, I had a good day today. I had a good practice. I'm going to reward myself. No. I'm going to have a cheese pizza. And then the coach brings you in. You're done. Get out. In your locker. <laughs> like, no. like, <laughs> I'll let you in a little bit per- personal side of my life. My sister-in-law is a dietitian, and um, previously she worked as a dietitian for Michigan State University, the fo- their football program. Mm-hmm. The athletic department, but Michigan State's a football school, so you work for the football team, right? right. I mean, she talks about all the time how intensive, you know, prof- those athletes, how intensive their meals are. They have to be eating something all the time. Even if they're not hungry, you have to eat something because you need the calories, right? It's the USFL. Yeah. There's eight teams. These in guys the are getting off work at 4 o'clock and coming to practice. <laughs> like, <laughs> dude, I guarantee you, that, dude, that, video of that, guy, that video of that guy getting cut, he actually just got off his shift at, at you know, Doc's construction work. Right, like, like, it's so funny. It's, it's just, I mean... It's USFL. Is that the league? I don't think that's the league. I think that was the XFL. But like, there was a league. I miss the XFL. Where I really do. There was a there was the league. It was like I think it was last year or two years ago. Where the quarterback got interviewed. He was on a bad first half. He got interviewed second game. It's like these guys can't catch anything. The coach is calling bad plays, and then he got benched <laughs> the second half because of his interview. And I thought about. it. I was like, man, do you know how funny it would be if we had a halftime interview in the NFL? The whole point of the yeah. XFL, right? I, I, the USFL, USFL. There's like nothing unique about it. It's just. Football. Football, right? The XFL, it was at least like there's like almost limited rules, right? And me and my dad had a joke, and I want to bring it back, but each, each team at, at like at the beginning of their drive, you spin a wheel, and yeah. you get the reward. Like, you know, you spin the, if you're, you know, offensive line spins the wheel, all right, each, each offensive line player gets a pair of brass knuckles to wear during this play, <laughs> right? <laughs> this person gets to wear, you know, his toe, takes his, takes his toe rings off or something like that. <laughs> Which we, we should make football fun again. Make football fun. Oh, no. But the USFL had me. Matt, over to you. I don't have anything. There's nothing going on, bro. I, there is something definitely going on. So are you I'm, about to rant? Yes! Can yes, I go? Let me, yes. let me get through. So mm, we're, at the, we're at the 48-minute mark of our show here. That's why I kind of don't have a story, because I kind of want to listen to let me get Let me get my second story out, the and then you them. can just go because on Because I have, through. like, two rants about two different You can go things, on so you through. Go, you go, okay, all right. Okay. Albert Pujols is winning MVP. MVP. I believe it. I believe it. No, he is. Okay, so Albert Pujols, if you haven't heard, he's come out. He went back to St. Louis because of um, universal designated hitting. They extended his career. He went back to St. Louis, and he said originally his goal was he was going to hit 700 home runs. He could do it this season, realistically. But he's going to – this is his last season. He's going to end it at essentially his home, and good for him. I guarantee – and the way he is playing so far, I'm telling you right now, Albert Pujols is trying to win MVP. Now, I'm going to look it up real quick. I don't mean to be rude. Albert Pujols is not a young man anymore. 
He is not an in shape man anymore. <laughs> um, look us up. He is really old. Like a, what, 38? So our pool host is 42. <clears throat> he is 240. Jeez. Oh my gosh. He's a, he's a big boy. Yeah, he tried to steal third, which on a left-handed <laughs> batter. Oh. Which, for those of you who don't know baseball, is the one of the hardest things to do in baseball is to steal third on, on a left-handed batter because if you're a right-handed catcher, you grab the ball and you just play catch with the guy at third. Folks, he wasn't even close. <laughs> <laughs> he got off the bag up. and he was out. I'm going to look it up. Second, right, I just typed in I just typed in two and then RD. Suckered. <laughs> Let me look up this play real quick. Our pool house, where is it? Albert Pujols attempting to steal third base. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most... Okay, it'll come around here. And it'll turn, it'll turn it up real quick. Just, see. Look, just look at this jump. <laughs> <laughs> Put can that we, over the can Sonic we, Can we get the Sonic <laughs> over it? Oh, it's copyright. Who would win in a race? Logistically, literally, who would win in a race? Albert Pujols or Tony LaRusso? <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't we make the main topic that? <laughs> so he's trying to steal third, right? He doubles, which for our Pulos is not easy to do, right? And then, in the same game, he singles, right? Not a big deal. And then the next batter up triples, which means that our Pulos had to go from first to home. He was booking it. I'm telling you right now, he's trying to win MVP. My prediction, my prediction for the se- for the season, and this is not a real prediction. I will cut this out probably to not to make myself look not embarrassed. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you right now, Albert Post is trying to win MVP for his hometown. He's trying to. Will he? No. Probably not. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> because he plays in the same... Well, who's in the National League right now? Tearing it up. I don't know. Nick Castellanos will Every, probably tear it up. Who, else who is not David Poole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Albert Poole. Yeah. Albert Poole. Okay, so we are at the 51-minute... We're at the 52-minute mark. Go ahead, Caleb. You got eight minutes. First of all, first of all, okay, before I even get on to... to the car crash I saw yesterday. Let me pull up. Let me pull up my sound effects. Let me, real quick let so me I can... talk about a certain gentleman by the name of Connor Orr. Okay, of Sports Illustrated. Let me get the get the get the noise because I am ready. Okay, because first of all, I'm okay, Justin Fields is why the NFL needs a transfer portal. Connor Orr said, and I quote: "The second-year quarterback would be more than justified than for asking for a trade, and it might actually benefit the Bears too." Really? He had one year, and they're already waving the white flag for him. It's ridiculous. We'll get him next time. Like, first of, okay, first of all, oh, he said Allen Robinson escaped the Bears in free agency. James Daniels, 24-year-old, one of the most promising young guards in the NFL, also moved. What is there to do for Justin Fields? He's been there one year. Why is this guy getting on the case of the Bears for getting a quarterback about not having a good situation around him i don't know transfer portal is dumb this man is dumb it would benefit him if he got a fist in the back of his head maybe he'd actually have a clear thought i can't end the noise (laughs) and he's like oh it's not ryan poles's fault but you know, you have to have a team around Fields. Maybe he'd develop somewhere else. Okay. We drafted him. With our draft rights. We had our pick and we picked Justin effing Fields. So I, I, no, it just irritated me. Like I was literally looking at a car. I didn't even get the car. And I saw this article. I was like, this is absolute dog water. Like, so what do you, th- what do you think, Caleb? Do you think, do you think Justin Fields? I think know, he's a bust. We should trade him. <laughs> I, like, think about it. This article's never come out with any QB that the Browns have drafted. Well, yeah, because the Browns drafted Johnny Manziel, <laughs> not Justin think, Fields. Think about it. You've never seen this when Cincinnati drafts a quarterback. You've never seen this with any... Their quarterback just went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, well, okay. The one year, the outlier. Like, you've never seen this anywhere else. But no, Justin Fields is why Caleb he says this is a hate crime against the Bears. Apparently. This is a hate crime against Chicago. 
the bears. I want his family dead. <laughs> I want his friends dead. He wrote this in April 15th. I want so his whole business Fools. dead. Connor Orr. I no. I okay. S I. No, no. But he'll write the same article saying that Derek Carr is finally getting his due. Are we? He gets are we? Uh, is, is, is no game schedule starting beef with Connor Orr? It might be. Might be. He we'll don't, go to war. We'll I'll, go to war. There's, there's influencer boxing. I'll tell you what. You know, I want to. I've been thinking about. I've been thinking about adding some new segments onto the show. I think we have a yeah, new segment. This is. I think we have a new segment. What's Connor Orr doing? And we we go to war with this. This man. is the same guy that <laughs> his wrote, family. This is, no 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 no. You sound like Skip Bayless when he talks about LeBron now. No, <laughs> this is the same guy. This is the same guy that wrote. NFL can still turn the Snyder mess into a positive. Dan Snyder of the Washington Who You What's It's. No! He runs a clown show in Washington. The stadium literally collapsed on a child. The sewage water rains from the roof. And he's... <clears throat> no, you know what? And you know... Or, you know what? I'm gonna get off of... I'm gonna get no, keep going. Keep going. No, I'm gonna get off of Connor Orr. Because you know who else upset me yesterday? Harry Maguire. Manchester United! Oh, oh boy, folks. Once again... This is the Packers versus the Bears <clears throat> type of rivalry here. Liverpool versus Manchester United. Five se- no, not five seconds. Five minutes into the game, goal. Luis Diaz. We're down. You want to know the thing? We played five players at the back. That typically means that you're, you know, defensively you should be good. You don't, you're not exploring much offensively. Listen, we played five players on the back, and we still lost 11-0. to zero, so. I, I've, seen, <laughs> I've seen Jenga tiles with more stability than that. Like, five minutes in, your back five collapses. Harry Maguire, Phil Jones at the back, Victor Lindehoff. All three of them bottle jobs. Terrible. Aaron Wambasaka, he was at least somewhat decent. But I'm not even gonna say anything. Okay, about all right, him. you know what? Let's ask you know what? All right. Tiddy Claude, I'm gonna ask you the same question that I asked. It's time to go. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb, I wanna ask you something. I wanna ask you something. Mm-hmm. This you've you've uh, you're a very passionate Manchester United mm-hmm. fan. There's no question about that. You've yes. you've gone on rants on this show mm-hmm. that I've had to edit that I thank you for that. Rants off the show that we listen to. That we have to listen to. Because <laughs> we're we're you're, you're our friend, Caleb. Mm-hmm. What do you think Manchester United has to do? Sell the team. <laughs> so no, I want a serious. I want a serious okay, opinion. A seri- okay, the serious. What does Manchester United have to do to become the football club that you want it to be? Okay. David De Gea needs to stay. Uh, I would say realistic. It's not realistic. It's going to take at least four or three years to do. Rashford needs to go. Uh, Ooh, okay. Bruno Fernandez, I think he stays until he proves his worth. Alanga will stay. Pugba's already leaving, so he's gone. Uh, Nemanja Matic is also leaving. Uh, keep Delo. So what's that? Two players out of the starting 11 that we'll keep. Harry Maguire, gone. He's a good one. Phil Jones, gone. Uh, who, who else? Eric Bailly? He's made out of glass, so he's gone. What do you want to do with Ronaldo? Gone. I agree. Gone. We need all the money we can get for this rebuild, because it's going to take four years. I need a center. We're starting a new um, campaign. It's go- uh, we're going to uh, we're going to make, make Caleb Bernard. Funny. We're going to make Caleb Bernard the general manager of Manchester United. I, I wish I I wish I could, because the new manager will have two million dollars, is what the number that was said from some source. That's nothing, man. Well, yeah, but like I said, it's going to take three or four years to actually become good if they build it right. The issue is this team. The re- okay, if we spent nothing on money, I wouldn't be as upset. Man, okay, Liverpool spent, in, to put it in perspective, $370 million to build that team. That team's really good. One of the world's best center backs on there, attacking prowess, all that. Manchester United has spent $1.1 billion for that, to get battered 4-0 at Anfield. Maguire, I said this last time, he gets put into a spliff every podcast. Every episode, every game, he gets put into a spliff. This is now a Connor Orr and Harry Maguire hate podcast. Yeah, like, I'm coming after your kids, Connor Orr. <laughs> Connor, I bet you're a lovely person, but please just. We're coming after your kids! <laughs> please just, yeah, like, think about it before you speak about the Bears. Uh, I, I don't even know what else to do. Why Scott did you Mc- say that like a thread? Yeah. <laughs> hey, you better watch the before you speak about the Bears. What, realistically, what is no game scheduled going to do? No, I just said, like, think before you, like, I don't know. It was just such a brain dead. The portal doesn't even work in college, and you said that. But, like, I, <laughs> the portal doesn't even work in college. 
Caleb's second. Tra- everybody right the now. The transfer portal is is actually um, when it comes to college, I think it ruins sports. I really, I really think I, I the agree. whole cult. You know, like ah, oh, you know, yeah, you have mm-hmm. seventh year senior. Yeah, it's like it's like, <laughs> <"Wait>, <laughs> it's like what? The man's got a mortgage payment. And he's <laughs> showing up to be on eighteen year old. Like, dude, the, the, I mean, like, I don't want to like put two and two things together, but the amount of times like I'm wa- like. It's increasingly more and more where it's like, oh yeah, this player for this football team, yeah, he just got engaged. It's like, like, aren't you in college, man? I mean, you look at his age; he's like twenty-five. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, sometimes when those players they do get engaged young, right? They do. Yeah. But then other times it's like, <laughs> it's like other times it's like, dude, you're an adult. You're like, thirties. You're in your thirties, and you're like, I'm a seventh year senior. <laughs> Explain now. <laughs> Give well, me I mean, re- it's ruin. I mean, it's ruining a lot of. It's ruining a lot of sports. I mean, I like, mean, like you're because there's no, there's really no true competition anymore. It's just all right. This team's gonna wants to go out and all right. We couldn't. It's becoming, it's becoming professional sports, right? You know, if you can't beat them and join them type scenario, it's mm-hmm. like oh, we can't. You know, we can't beat this team in, in you know football or basketball. All right, let's just go get their center and their power forward. They're now on our team now. Are they taking classes? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's he doing? recreational work <laughs> I will say Joe Joe Shiesty Joe Burrow was a product of the transfer portal yeah yeah and he was and that's great but he transferred out of Ohio State like out of their whole like division and class. it wasn't like he was a senior and then he transferred to LSU no he was like a sophomore wasn't he he was a, he was junior he transferred yeah LSU. I mean it's like alright you can do that but it's like I'm talking like okay you're a senior you're on the verge of graduating it's like alright you just played your last season yeah I'm gonna go to Duke now it's like come on Jeez. Speaking of transferring in basketball, bro, what happened to Doug Doug Ederson? He transferred to like from Sentinel to like a team that is exactly like he's he's another fifteen seed. He transferred to another fifteen seed for more funding. I don't understand. Why would you do be, that? Who do you think's gonna I'm gonna look it up. Who's gonna be number one in the draft for probably Jaden Ivey. You don't uh, even know what that, sport I was talking that. about. Oh, oh. <laughs> I was talking about basketball. Though. I thought you were talking. We about are talking about basketball. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, Jay I Nivey. think that Paulo uh, Herbaronto guy or whatever his name Herb is. Herbaronto for FC. <laughs> it's, it's Paulo something, but he was he was pretty promising. I don't care about football and the draft. Paulo. Yeah, Jabari Smith Jr. from Auburn is is expected to be number one. Bro, I would take Jay Nivey, man. He's too good. He's a freshman at Auburn. No one's taking him. No one's taking him. Because Zion didn't get drafted freshman year. Yeah, Castle yeah exactly. They, they should have learned their lesson at Zion to not draft a freshman. Where's Jay Nivey? Fourth. Fourth? Yeah. Above him is Chet. Chet's a nice name. Chet's a real powerful Chet name. Chet Holgroom? He's Chet that really, like, really skinny guy. Chet's the name of a guy. Chet's like You could trust if you, you could trust your secrets to a guy named Chet. Can you? Paolo Banchero. That's who I, yeah. From I messed up the name. Really? Yeah. I'm surprised Chet's going third row. I didn't think he had a great season. Like, he did good, but I didn't think he... I, oh, my I don't God. Know. It's getting to the point that we're the same age as people getting drafted. Oh, my God. No, we don't talk about that. We're old, Matt. <laughs> I know. Matt's not. Matt's younger than we are. Matt's not old. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's still got youth to him. Yeah. The only... Still got youth to me, yeah. You saw me yesterday. I was like... As every goal went in. I thought Caleb was going to cry in the meeting. Like, honest to God, I was. I thought he was going to cry. It, it was just terrible. The only highlight was... And now I want to make a rant because Chelsea just lost. The only highlight was that we had this young player and all he did was just kick the absolute crap out of players. And, like, our legend was... Like, metaphorically or, like, he would actually fight people? No, he was just kicking people and getting cards. Okay, so, like, so legitimately fighting people. Yeah, okay. Yeah, like, he was just kicking people. Don't care about the ball, but... He's and then our our punter, that was all ball ref. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, his arm separated. Gary from Neville's his body. over here. <laughs> 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 he comes up behind a player and just snaps his neck, John Wick style. <laughs> and that was all ball. It's like you went over to his bench. <laughs> it's like it's like a guy took, breaks into the locker. <laughs> yeah, it's like if he breaks into an opposing player's house in front of his wife and kids. It's like it's like a. <laughs> He had this really rough challenge, and he's just like, Take you want piano me- wire out. <laughs> <laughs> you want to mess with me? He just had this really, really tough challenge ball. Pulls out a nine and shoots him. <laughs> what do you mean? That was, I was clean, ref. What are you talking about? <laughs> and that's going to do it for this episode of No Game Scheduled. Make sure you check out our Instagram at No Game Schedule, where we post news, you know, news, memes. It's been a lot of memes lately. We also have a new Jersey, uh, you know, showcase series up. We're going to 
put Caleb on it more because Caleb's always wearing a jersey. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Make sure you guys check out Caleb's other podcast, Mischievous. that just came out with an episode. Who won a Grammy, Caleb? Someone. Who won a Grammy? <laughs> <laughs> and also, got to check out our friend Alex Nicolau's podcast called Hawk Sense. He talks about superheroes and a lot of other pop culture you know, items. But for that, that will be it for No Game Schedule. Guys, any, any less words? Yeah, check out any future projects we have coming. We have a couple ideas coming. Um, our TikTok's hopefully coming soon. I'm working on that. Um, I'm talking to these guys about YouTube. We're kind of yeah. discussing. We do have a couple things that we'll, we'll give you a little bit of sneak. There. We'll give you a sneak peek, and this will be the last thing. The thing. What's going to happen with the Lakers head coach? And we'll see you next time on No Game Schedule. He took out a nine and shot him. <laughs> dead. He's dead. He's done. No Game Schedule is brought to you by Red Hawk Media. This episode was produced by John Maste and executively produced by Alex Nicolo. For more No Game Scheduled content, check out our Instagram at No Game Scheduled, where you can find clips of the episodes, the latest in sports news, and above all else, memes. We'll be back next week with another episode, but until then, thank you for listening.